Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. I pray that you guys are having a wonderful Friday morning. So as you guys know, every Friday I get on IG Live at the Christian Bay underscore, and I have Faith Fridays where I deliver the word that God has placed on my heart. And today, as you can see from the title, we talked about being backed up on blessings. So if you would like to sow a backed up on blessing seed, you may send, send that seed to cash app dollar sign the Christian bay or paypal polished 144 at gmail.com that's p-o-l-i-s-h-e-d 144 at gmail.com i pray that you enjoy the word let's get into the audio so i did not plan on sharing this but i'm going to record it and insert it in the episode god wanted me to share with you guys how in the bible in malachi we know that God tells us to put him to the test when it comes to paying our tithes. So I pay my tithes in the beginning, in the middle of the week. And yesterday I was paying my tithes. And when I went to pay my tithes, I was praying before and I was like, God, I'm going to pay more than I normally pay on a weekly basis because I'm expecting more from you. I want to receive more. I'm expecting an overflow. I'm expecting abundance. So I'm going to sow more so that my seed can be more. And y'all, I'm going to, I'm actually going to post the pictures on the Christian Bay podcast, um, Instagram. We're going to post it in the, on the IG story. Or actually, when I post this episode, I'm going to post the receipts as a slide so you can slide over and see um, the testimony that I'm sharing now. So I prayed and I was like, God, I'm going to sow more because I want a bigger seed to come back to me. You know, you reap what you sow. So I said that and I sent my seed yesterday at 718. I remember the time because I told my friends this testimony because I was blown away. I sold my seed at 718. And at 7.22, I received a payment, which was more than the seed that I had just sold. And it was four minutes apart. And like, it happened so quick that I thought it was my payment coming back to me. And I'm like, did this try to reject? Like, wait a minute, like, what's going on? But in that moment, it was God confirming not only that he hears my prayers, but that his word cannot, he cannot lie. It cannot return to him void. And Malachi, his word says, bring your tithes to the house of the Lord and he will release more than you can, more than you can t- contain. Y'all, I can't even get it out. More than you can contain. Like, and it happened so quick. Like I had chills and I felt like that was just him showing me like, I understand that you sold more. You stepped out on faith and sold more. So I'm going to release more to you. And he, it was instant gratification. That's what one of my friends said. She said, instant gratification. It happened in four minutes. The money that I sold got, came back to me, like more than what I sold. So, you know, that's God does stuff like that to exercise our faith and to stretch our faith to show us that one, his word doesn't lie. And two, that when we show up, he shows out. So He placed it on my heart to share that testimony with you guys. Now we're going to get into the audio. If you would like to see the receipts and the screenshots of when it happened and the time and everything, I'm going to include it on Instagram. So you can go view it on Instagram at the Christian Bay Podcast. Now let's get into the episode. I feel like that's something that we should practice doing every morning. It's just when you wake up, think of something that you're grateful for. 
because life can come at you fast like you know as soon as you wake up it could be something with somebody hitting you up and with some bad news or just with some bad vibes so i think we should practice like soon as we wake up just thinking about one thing that we're grateful for to set that tone or set the atmosphere for our day to just flow from that grateful place so um somebody said my life another day family saturday in life being forgiven yeah i'm thankful for another day as well um, just because so many people didn't make it to see this day. So just, I'm just really grateful that God chose me. And he obviously chose y'all to be on this earth another day. And it's just a reminder that being that he chose us to be here another day, there's something that he wants us to do in this day. There's something that he's called us to. We're here for a reason. So, you know, keep that in the back of your mind today. Like, God, you placed me, you allowed me to be here another day. That means that there's more for me, regardless of what happens today and regardless of what's happening in your world, regardless of what you're feeling right now, you're alive. You're able to be on this app. So that's the reason to be grateful. Discernment. Good morning. For the blood. Amen. All right, y'all. So what time is it? We're going to start at 8.05 and I'm going to be coming from the book of Luke chapter five all right y'all so i'm gonna pray before i read the word father god first and foremost we just want to thank you for blessing us with another day we want to thank you for giving us the opportunity to be on this earth father god i pray that this word reaches everyone on this live father god i pray that it reaches them down in their broken places i pray that it fills them up with faith with hope with reassurance that you're not just watching over our lives father god but you are present in this day in these times father god and you have a plan for us to prosper a plan for our prosperity and i pray that they take this prayer with them throughout this day in jesus name we pray amen all right, y'all. So I'm going to be coming from the book of Luke 5, and I'm going to be focusing on chapter on verses, chapter 5, verses 1 through 7. So it says, One day as Jesus was preaching on the shore of the Sea of Galilee, great crowds pressed in on him to listen to the word of God. He noticed we live, we live it. Listen, I knew somebody was going to say that. I live in Luke. I don't know why I'm always in the book of Like, y'all, honestly, when I pray and God give me the book of Luke, I just be like, well, what more? <laughs> what more do you have to say from the book of Luke? But that's where we at today, okay? That's where we at. So it says, one day as Jesus was preaching on the shore of the Sea of Galilee, great crowds pressed in on him to listen to the word of God. He noticed two empty boats at the water's edge for the fishermen had left them and were washing their nets. Stepping into one of the boats, Jesus asked Simon, its owner, to push it out to the, into the water. So he sat in the boat and taught the crowds from there. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, now go out where it is deeper and let down your nets to catch some fish. Master, Simon said, Simon replied, we worked hard all last night and didn't catch a thing. But if you say so, I'll let the nets down again. And this time their nets were so full of fish, they began to tear. A shout for help brought their partners in the other boat. And soon both boats were filled with fish and on the verge of sinking. So that's what I'm pretty sure you guys can tell. That's where the title came from with the backed up on blessings. So as I read this, the first thing. Um, that stood out to me when I was reading this is that it says that in verse two, it says he noticed two empty boats. And what God dropped in my spirit when I read that is that 
Jesus noticed that the two empty boats were empty because the fishermen were, were out of the boats and they were washing their nets. So with them washing their nets, that means that they were pretty much done trying to catch fish. That means that they were pretty much done with the situation. So they, they had already tied up the boats so that, you know, the boats don't go away. They tied up the boats and they were washing the nets, preparing to put it up. And what God dropped in my spirit is that and today, the word that you guys needed to hear was that there's somebody that's washing their nets with a certain situation in their lives. It's something in your life and you feel like this thing is empty. I've already given it my all. I've already went out all night and I've been working on it. I've been working on this thing for months. I've been putting effort into this thing. I've been trying this thing and it's not producing any fruit. I'm not getting back any good gain from putting effort into this thing. So there's a part of your life that's empty. There's a part of your life where you've just tied it up. You've just decided that you're not even finna give it any more of your energy at this point like they were washing their nets you're washing your hands with a particular situation in your life because it hasn't been producing the results that you expected it to produce you've put in the work you've tried you've given it effort and it's just not producing what it's supposed to produce whether it's a relationship whether it's a business whether it's you working out whether it's you trying to have a better mindset whatever it is in your life that you're trying to put in effort to get a good product out of or a good result out of this thing is just empty it's not working for you so at this point you've gotten to the point where you're washing your hands with this situation they were washing their nets with the situation because they were done with it so something that i wrote down was when we get to the point where we're just fed up with the empty part of our lives we've planned we've worked and tried and now we're just washing our hands with those empty boats like they were washing the nets the next verse says that after Jesus noticed the empty boat. So after Jesus notices those empty parts of our life, after he notices the areas of our life that we've given up on, verse three says, stepping into one of the boats, Jesus asked Simon, the owner, to push it out into the water. So he sat in the boat and taught the crowds from there. And what I wrote down was that there was two empty boats, right? So there were two empty parts of this situation that was empty and if we think about our lives sometimes in life it's not just one thing in our life that seems like it's not going well it's not just one thing in our lives that seems like <laughs> i got a liver stuff it's so early but it's not it's not just one part of our lives that seems empty it's not just one part of our lives that seems like it's a mess it's like god it's this in that that's not working and you're telling me to pray and you're telling me to have faith and you're telling me to keep trying but this is wrong and that is wrong so at this point i'm not just washing my hands with this situation i'm washing my hands with that situation as well because both of these boats are empty both of these situations are beginning to drain me because i'm giving my all to both situations and nothing is changing so now i'm washing my hands with both situations so it lets us know that there was two empty boats and that jesus stepped into one of the boats which was simon boat and he told the owner of this boat the owner of this situation which would be us if we tied it to our everyday life he said i want you to push the boat out a little further into the water he sat in the boat and he said now can you push it out and what i realized was that in him asking simon to push it out that took some effort and you have to think about when you decide in your mind or when we make up our mind that we're done with a particular situation, when God comes and says, give this thing some effort, it's just like, mm -mm. like, where, where were you when I was trying? 
Where were you when I was putting in effort for this thing? Whatever you was going to do, you should have did while I was caring. I don't care no more. I've already decided that I'm washing my hands with the situation. I already decided that I'm done with this situation. And now that Jesus has stepped in a boat, he's telling Simon, yeah, I know you tied it up. I know you done with that situation. I know you said you're not working on it anymore. I know you said just forget the business. I know you said forget the relationship with your dad. I know you just said you're finished with this and you washed your hands with this. But now that I've stepped into this empty boat, now that I've stepped into this empty part of your life. I'm telling you, I need you to take this boat, untie it, the, the, the nets that you washed. I need you to get those nets, every part that you thought you were washing your hands with. Now that I'm in this situation in your life, I need you to roll this out into the water because now I'm in the situation. So it says that Jesus asked the owner, push it out into the water. I know you tied it up. I know you made up your mind about this empty part of your life. I know you're content with your decision that you made, but can you try again? Can you, can you allow Jesus to be in the midst? Can you allow God to be in the midst of your effort this time? Because a lot of times we don't realize that when we have empty parts of our lives or when we have parts of our life that's not producing fruit, a lot of times it's not producing the fruit that we want because we're operating in this empty part of our lives based on our own strength. You were trying to do it yourself. You were trying to do it the best way that you knew how. And now that it's not producing the fruit that you want and Jesus is telling you to give it another try, you frustrated with him as well. No, God, because when I was praying and when I was trying to make it right, when I was trying to work on it, you should have been there to allow the blessings to overflow. So now you want me to use my energy again and put more energy into this dead part of my life, this part of my life that's not changing. And it's not just this, it's that too. I have two parts of my life where it just doesn't seem like it's getting any better and now here you come stepping into the situation and asking me to give it another try so he said um when you continue to read if you read it in a contemporary english version he said row it out a little away from the shore so with that that let that place in my heart and what god placed in my heart is that there are some empty parts in your life today that God wants to empty that wants to enter that empty part. But with him entering that empty part of your life, it's going to require some work on your behalf. A lot of times we think that when God enters a situation, that just means we get to sit back and chill. All right, you're here now. Do do what you're going to do. Bless me. Okay? Let me let me see what you got. And God has said, no, 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 no. I said faith without works is dead. So it's going to require some works on your behalf. So he said to him, I need you to push this boat out. I need you to row it out a little from shore. I need you to untie everything, all the ends, the loose ends that you thought you tied up, the final decision that you thought you made. I need you to undo that. I need you to get those nets that you thought you was putting up. And I need you to get, get your head back in the game. I need you to try this thing again because it's different now because you have Jesus on the boat. So as you continue to read in verse four, it says, when he had finished speaking, when Jesus had finished speaking, he said to Simon, now go out where it is deeper and let down your nets to catch some fish. And if you really understand the context of the story, you will understand how frustrating this might have been for Simon because Simon had already told him in verse, where did he say? He, he had already told him Invert. Okay, he said, go out where it is deeper and let down your nets to catch some fish. Verse 5, Simon said, Master, we worked hard all last night and didn't catch a thing. This is where the frustration comes in where we have empty parts of our life or we have parts of our life that's not changing and not producing fruit. God will step into the situation and tell us to do the exact thing that we've been doing. You telling me to have faith. 
You telling me to invest in the business. You telling me to call my mom to repair the relationship. You telling me to pray on the husband or the wife that you said I'm going to get. You telling me to go to church consistently. You telling me to pay my tithes. You're telling me to do all these things that I feel like I've been doing. And now you're telling me to do this again as if the situation is going to change. That's where the frustration comes in a lot of time with God is that he calls us to do what we feel like we have already been doing. So Jesus said to him, I don't only need you to take this empty part of your life and try again. This this time I need you to go deeper so this time I want you to try extra hard this time I want you to put in double work this time I want you to take the boats out far into the water I know you was up all night plotting and planning I know you was up all night using your energy not getting any sleep trying to catch fish I know you was doing this all night I know you was working on this thing all night I know you was trying to fill this empty part of your life for the past couple of months I know you've been giving it your effort and your energy and it feels like it's not producing anything but now that I'm in the midst of this empty part of your life now that I'm in the boat I don't only need you to take it out to shore I need you to go deeper because I want to show you that you can go farther and you can do more when I'm in the midst of your situation whatever empty part of your life whatever situation in your life that you feel like is not producing any fruit it is not changing it is not getting any better it doesn't look good you keep trying with this thing you keep giving this thing your energy I want to show you that with I want to show you that with me in the midst of it, you can go deeper. You can go farther. You can do more with my presence. So what Jesus said to him was, I need you to take the boat and I need you to go out deeper and let down your nets to catch some fish. Don't just go out deeper just to be out there and just to, you know, chill. Once you get out there, I need you to give it the same energy that you had before you lost faith in that thing. The same energy that you had at the beginning of the business before you started thinking about not making any sales. The same energy that you had at the beginning of the relationship before you felt like it was just too much work to repair it. The same energy that you had before your mom disappointed you. The same energy that you had before you got sick of them co-workers you know the first day of work when you went in there and when you was all excited to work you know that energy that you have when you first start a project before you get that disappointment in your spirit before you decide in your mind that this thing is never going to be filled that this thing is never going to change that energy that you had before you gave up faith I need you to take that same energy and I need you to go out deeper this time I need you to do more this time I need you to give it a little bit of more energy this time because I know what happened when it was just you but now i am in the midst of the boat so jesus said to him go out where it is deeper and let down your nets to catch some fish i'm gonna tell you that you're gonna do the thing that you thought you couldn't do because remember they had been fishing all night and they caught nothing so you you telling me to go deeper and you telling me to let down my nets because you said i'm gonna catch some fish so what i didn't know what i was doing last night because i was out here all night trying to catch fish so how you just finna come tell me that now i'm about to catch some what, what's so different about the fact that you here? And this is where Jesus, this is how God moves in our situation and stretches our faith. He shows us that you can do the same thing that you were doing, but it's going to be a different result when it's me in the midst of it. Everything that you try, all the effort that you put into, all the work that you put into, if I'm in the midst of it, the result will be different. So he said to them, go out and let down your nets to catch some fish. 
masters verse five says master simon replied but we worked hard all last night and didn't catch a thing but if you say so i'll let the nets down again and what i wanted to share to say with you guys with this verse is that we have to train our mindset to have a if you say so mentality a lot of times we begin to rely on our own strength we begin to rely on what we think is best the word tells us to lean not on our own understanding and we be shoulder leaning on it like we literally do it we do the opposite of what the word said because I know for me, if God would have been telling me to go out, it would have just been, I've been out here all night. Like you, what you're saying isn't making sense. Are we going to take a different route? Um, do you have some new type techniques for fishing? Is there any new ways that you want me to approach this situation? Because right now you're telling me to approach this empty part of my life, how I've already been approaching it. And you want me to have faith that something's going to change. You want me to have faith that this business is going to get better just because you said so. You want me to have faith that this relationship is going to be repaired just because you said so. I'm doing the same thing today that I was doing yesterday. What's different? God being in the midst of that empty part of your life, of that part that you feel like is never going to change, that's what's different. And that's what he's proving in this story. That's what he's trying to show us that you can do something and then not produce any fruit. But if you allow me to be in the midst of it, you can do the same thing and it'll produce more fruit than you can obtain. So he said to him, Master, we worked hard all night, but if you say so, that's what, if you guys are taking note, I want you to write down, if you say so, whatever you say, I'm going to give it a try. If you say so, because there must be something that you don't, that you know, that I don't know. It's a reason that you're telling me to go out here. So if you say so, I'll let down the next again, the nets again. Verse six says at this time, their nets were so full of fish. They began to tear. They began to tear. And that's what we don't realize is that, yes, the word says faith without works is dead. But it says that because faith is what activates the blessing that God wants to pour into our lives. That's what that's the difference. The difference is before you were doing this and you had faith in yourself, whatever empty part of your life that you have right now, whatever part of your life that you feel like is not changing, you were working on that part. And this is great that you were trying to work on it. It's great that you were putting in the effort to make this part of your life better. But the difference is you had faith in you. You weren't having faith in God to change the situation. You were relying on your own strip you were leaning on your own understanding which is clearly what the word tells us not to do so it's about not just having the works because the fishermen had the works it's way deeper than just having the works they had the works but they had their faith grounded in the wrong person they had their faith based on their own works opposed to having it in god's works so in this story, it's showing us that you can be doing the same thing. But if you having faith in yourself, opposed to having faith in God, it ain't going to produce the fruit that you that you want. It's not going to produce the abundance that you want. It's not going to change that empty part of your life. It's not going to fill those voids that you have in you. If you're trying to be your own God, if you're trying to be the, the solution to your own problem, it's not going to work. So as you um, when you read that part. It says faith now that now that my word has fully set the atmosphere go out deeper that's something that I wrote down because he was able to go out deeper because remember Jesus started off preaching on the boat he got on the boat and he spoke to the people and then he asked Simon to go out so his word was on that boat that's what changes everything it's not just about the works it's about the word the, the word is what produces your faith 
Faith comes by hearing the word of God. So because his word was on that boat, because his presence was on that boat, that's what caused the shift. And that's what we have to understand in our lives, in the empty parts of our lives. It's not just about the works that we do. We need the word. The word is really what works. That's what changes the situation. That's what fills your empty part of your life. That's what's going to make your business prosper. That's what's going to repair those relationships that you have. It's not just you doing everything that seems like it's perfect to fix this empty part. You need the word to fill in the voice. You need the word to really fill this empty part, to really fill that empty boat. They needed the word of God. So when Jesus got on that boat and he began to preach and then he said, now do the works, the faith was already there to match the works that he was telling them to do. So I wrote down that this is where faith comes in. This is where flesh comes in. When God tells us to do something that we feel like we already did, our flesh will let us know, will tell us or convince us you already tried that. Don't even worry about trying no more. You already gave a biz- the business a shot. You already tried to walk in purpose. You already tried to be humble and kind. You already tried to repair that relationship. You already tried to go to school. Don't even try it no more. That's what your mind will tell you because your mind doesn't understand that it's not about the works. It's about the faith. The faith is what activates the favor of God. So as you continue to read, It says, at this time, their nets were so full of fish that they began to tear. A shout for help brought their partners in the other boat. And soon both boats were filled with fish and on the verge of sinking. And what I wrote down to end it off, what I wrote down to end this off was that the fact that Jesus got into one of the empty boats caused them to have to call in for the other boat because there were so many fish that the boat began to sink. And then it ended with saying that the, the both boats were filled with fish and on the verge of sinking. So not only was the boat that Jesus was on beginning to sink, the second boat, the backup boat that they called in for help that was also empty, they had to call that boat and that boat began to sink as well. So Jesus didn't just cause an overflow in this one empty part of the water and this one empty boat it wasn't just overflow there it was overflow until the second empty boat so when it comes to our lives when it comes to the empty parts of our lives when it comes to the parts of our life that we feel like is never going to change i want you to understand that if you let god into one part of your life if you let god into one of those empty areas those areas that you feel like isn't producing any fruit those areas that you feel like is never going to change if you let god into that situation and do it the way that god tells you to do it it will cause an overflow into whatever else other situation you have in your life that you feel like isn't producing fruit remember at the beginning i said god it's this and that this not my business is failing and my relationship is failing my thoughts are failing me i'm going through depression and my friends are walking away if you let god into one empty part of your life into one area that you feel like isn't working in your life his grace and his abundance and his blessings are so great that it's going to overflow into other areas of your life so that's why i named this the back back up on blessings they had so many fish that both of the boats begin to sink it was too much for the boats to even contain just because they allowed jesus to get on the boat just because the word was in that empty part of their life it created an overflow into multiple parts of their lives so today i wanted to share that with you guys and today if you're sowing a seed we're going to sow the backed up on blessing seed and we're going to pray that you guys have the strength to let God into that part of your life. Because once you watch, remember, they were washing their nets. They, they had tied up the boat and they were washing their nets because they were done with the situation. And if y'all anything like me, when I'm done with a situation, 
Oh, it's locked away. I don't I don't locked it and threw away the key. I'm done with it. I don't want to talk about it no more. I don't want to work on it no more. I don't want to think about working on it no more. Because when you're done with a situation, when you've tied up a situation and begin to wash your hands, you feel like you exhausted all options. It's nothing else I can do to make this thing work. So I don't even want to talk about it. God, don't even bring it to me because I said I was done with it. I'm done with it. And that's how we get with empty parts of our lives. But today we're going to sew a back up on blessings seed because there's some there's an empty part of your life there's a part of your life that you gave up on and, and listening to this you know what the part is you know what it is whether it's a relationship whether it's a business whether it's a job whether it's a mindset god told you your purpose and you feel like you're not good enough to work in it whatever part of your life that you decided to tie up and wash your hands with that's the part that we're praying on today because God wants to come into that part. And now that you've exhausted all of your options, now that you're done trying to do it your way, now that you're done trying to be the head of it, now that you're trying to understand how to make this thing work on your own, now that you're finally exhausted with yourself, now there's room for God to step in the situation and do it his way. Now there's room for him to release his favor. Now there's room for him to release his abundance because you're finally out of the way. You've washed your hands with it and God is like, great, this is the perfect time for me to step in. But you have to do your part and let him in. You have to do your part and do the works that he calls you to do. So we're going to sow a backed up on blessing seeds and we're going to pray. Father God, first and foremost, I want to thank you for giving me this fresh word, Father God. I want to thank you for allowing me to be on this platform, Father God, to be on this IG Live, Father God. I pray that this word reaches whoever you want it to reach, Father God. I pray that it plants a seed of discipline in each and every person on this live, Father God. Discipline to give it a try again. Discipline to try it your way, Father God. Discipline not to lean on our own understanding, Father God, but to seek you for guidance, Father God. Your word says that you knew us when we were in our mother's womb. Your word says that our steps were ordered for us father god so even the steps that we feel like were a waste of time even the steps that we feel like did not have an ending destination even the steps that we feel like may have been a messed up father god we have to have faith that you are in control of all things that your word says that all things work together for our good father god so right now i pray over the empty part of their lives father god i pray over the parts of their life that has exhausted them father god i pray over the parts of their life that just seems like it drains them and it never gives them back anything father god i pray that they have the strength to to release that part of their life to you today father god and allow you to get in the midst of that boat father god allow you to get in the midst of that atmosphere father god and gives you permission to release your word father god because we know that you releasing your word is what works we know that you releasing your word is what releases the overflow of blessings that you promised to us father god the prosperity and the favor that you promised to us father god so i pray over each and every person listening to this live i pray that they have a great day i pray that they have a fulfilled day and i pray that they have an encounter with you today that shifts their mindsets to know that it's not just about the works but it's about the word in jesus name we pray amen thank you guys so much for tuning into my live thank you for tuning into faith friday i am going to save this on my igtv if you would like to sow the backed up on blessings word i did pin the information at the bottom it's cash app the christian bay paypal polished 144 at gmail.com and remember whatever empty part of your life whatever part of your life that you feel like is not changing you tried every option is not getting any better that's the perfect environment for God to step in and show you what he can do, what his word can do, and how it can release favor over your works. I love you guys. Have a good day, and I will talk to y'all next Friday. Bye.